This is Pod That with the Jarjur Brothers, brought to you by the Sports on Tap, and I'm George. And I'm Sammy. Hey, welcome in to today's episode where we talk NBA Finals. We kind of get off the rails for a little bit, and we ended with some cracking. Some Seattle cracking. Hockey, for those that don't know what cracking is. Sounds like <laughs> we're doing some drugs or something. We ended up doing some cracking tonight. And we ended up as crackheads. So enjoy today's episode. Uh, don't enjoy it with any crack. Just enjoy it without crack, because crack is bad for you. And uh, Sammy, got anything to add? Uh, expect George to take jokes like four steps too far, just like he did there. But that's 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 the uh, that's the gist of today's episode, and that's the gist of this podcast. We have two brothers that uh, are talking sports. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, enjoy today's episode. Much love. Cheers. Well, all the way from Seattle for me, George, and uh, you out in, in in Phoenix, your Phoenix Suns, actually, you know, I like them too, but took the loss and the Milwaukee Bucks get the ring. Yeah, they did, man. And you got to be happy for Giannis. And I mean, just, I was wearing a Phoenix Suns shirt because I'm in Phoenix, but you know, I didn't really have a dog in this race. I kind of, I chose, I kind of piggybacked. We both chose actually the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA championship before the playoffs started. So it's not like, you know, a lot of different things had to happen to get there. It was one of those NBA championships, like where literally, I feel like it was last man standing between injuries, uh, attrition or attrition, whatever that word is. You know, my English is never perfect, and it was just like, all right, the survival of the fittest, and that was kind of this NBA Finals in, in a nutshell. That's uh, see, well, that that's a good good starting point because yeah, I also had no dog in the race technically, but I was rooting for the Phoenix Suns in some way shape or form i mean like you know we're both living in phoenix these days i just happen to be in seattle right now and uh you know but i think everybody i don't think there's anybody that's like oh my god i didn't want Giannis to win one so it's pretty easy to you know not be too bummed about it but i i'm i'm actually disagreeing with this narrative of like the last man standing attrition it's the same thing every year you know i feel like every year like last year it's like Oh, the fraud LeBron champ bubble championship. Like, look, some people were hurt and it's a bubble. And then the year before it's, you know, Kawhi wins and they're like fraud. Kevin Durant was hurt. And then the year before that, I think was like, Oh, it's like Kevin Durant joined the Warriors. What a cheater. And then yeah. after, before that it's LeBron didn't have Kyrie in love. So at the end of the day, um, I, I find this to be just as standard as most rings for people because, you know, and I think it's an interesting point is, this is kind of how it is every year in sports and in basketball, right? It always leads to be like, who was the healthiest? Who, you know, had the best chemistry and like who had the best player? And honestly, from what I see, Giannis might be the best player in the NBA right now, at least for this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, at least for this year. But it's like, it's kind of funny because like, if you actually think about it for half a second, like in general, like Kevin Durant's foot is not on the line. And we're saying we're probably saying Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA. It's just kind of funny, right? Like, I'm not, I, I, I do, I mean, to be hard pressed to say, like, I think you can nitpick and be like, all right, Durant's better, or Giannis is better, or LeBron's better. Like, it's really easy. We can nitpick these things, but like, but it's funny, right? Like, I mean, literally, if Kevin Durant's foot was a little bit smaller, not on the line, I mean, we might be having a whole different narrative. So, but I mean, like you said, there's no one out there who's like, oh man, I can't believe Giannis won, man. Giannis sucks. I hate Giannis. Like, no, people are pretty happy for Giannis, the guy. 
Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I guess that was that was two different things in one sentence. So I, I'll start with the first part. The first part is more on the attrition and like how things happen. Like the first part is what, like I'm saying, it happens every year. It's always a foot of a line or Kawhi's shot bouncing five times to beat the 76ers or this person got hurt in a game seven or Draymond got suspended like continually every single year. Just whether it's a Durant's foot on the line or an injury, whatever, like that's just how the NBA playoffs, that's how the cookie crumbles, I guess. And that's never going to change, right? That's why I'm I'm never going to be a fan of the – and I used to do this too, like the, oh, this finals is fraud because of X, Y, and Z. But the more you realize, you know what, how many championships over the last 10 years could there be some type of excuse, right? Yeah, I mean, you could do that in any sport, right? I mean, it's just exactly. uh, one of those things. But I think, I think this year, the ex- – I mean, not excuse, right? The reason I said battle of attrition this year is – Almost every single major team had some sort of injury that led to these two teams or being the ones in the finals that avoided the major injury. And we saw the Bucks almost have that major injury with Giannis's knee. I mean, uh, most people thought, oh, my God, Giannis is out for the year, except Dr. Sammy Gergeur, who called it a hyperextension, you know, hi- hyperextension <laughs> as it happened and c- turned out to be completely right. So I think you might be in the wrong profession, my friend. You might be needing to go and uh, take some uh, sports medicine. Not just sport, just hyperextension. That's that's kind of your that's that's your go-to. I'm the specialist in hyperextended knees. That's yeah, and just, elbows. No, any hyperextension. You know, hyperextended toes, hyperextended elbows, hyperextend. You want to hear a fun fact, Sammy? Uh, sure. All right. So I'm. I, I got. You know. You. You know everything going on in my day. So this is more of a fun fact for everyone listening in the audience. So you know, uh, I got. I had a flat tire today. I had to call. You know, some sort of tow company take me over to discount tire and he was like all right so we're getting discount we're about to go to discount tire and he's like oh i can just drop you off there just hop into the truck and when they're done they'll you know they'll take you back all right so i hop into the truck and i'm just like oh how you lived in arizona for a while this guy you know nice guy uh kind of a typical um you know native arizonian liked him a lot older fellow and he said he gave me some advice sammy and i wanted to pass it along because we're talking about knees so if you are outside in this heat, always get a little spring in your knee, a little bend in your knee, or Sammy, you will pass out from the heat. Your, 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 the fluids in your knee will lock up and you will pass out. Fun facts. So you're the hyperextension knee guy. I'm the how to bend your knees in the hot weather type of guy. You know, this is why I love you, George. Um, really like that that story could have been a starter to this podcast that story could have came at like a transition there's not many people i know that would fit that story in just (laughs) i don't even know if it was proper or not nobody would even try to slip that into something about an nba finals Giannis hyperextended knee i thought that would have came at the end you know like by the way let me tell you about my about this knee story but just finds a way to deflect from the topic and just just all the way in on a, a, a knee story about it locking up in the in the Phoenix heat. Well, to be completely it, honest, knee. I totally forgot that he gave me that advice. He also gave me another advice about putting a, a cold towel towel in your hat to stay cool, like it's an air conditioner. But I mean, the hyperextended knee kind of reminded me, and I was like, I got to pass this along to Sammy. You're going to live here, man. You don't want to pass out in the heat, so always keep a little bend in your knees, bro. Always bend yeah. your knees. 
Good advice. Good advice. Thank you. Well, uh, back to the NBA Finals. I just think yes, that please. at the end of the day, uh, the Bucks. You know, as much as people want to say this, and this is kind of why I started with the whole idea of George. Like, I don't know if you're right about like, oh, it's the last man standing injuries. This at the end of the day, the we're talking about a guy who won back to back MVPs before the season, right? I mean, like, it's not like, uh, I mean, this guy Giannis has more MVPs than Shaq and Kobe Bryant. And this guy, yeah. like, we're not talking about no chump. And and as much as people make fun of Chris Middleton, he is a multiple time All Star. And I mean, it was maybe the most important piece in this finals. And then people make fun of Drew Holiday, who made at the end of the at the end of the day, like defensively, made some of the biggest plays in the series to help them win. And maybe they were the best team. It's not like they didn't have the odds to be one of the best teams. And maybe you know, despite injuries or whatever it may be. This was just who was supposed to win. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like, if you told me I – mean, I, we picked them before the playoffs. It's not like we picked them knowing that James Harden and Kyrie Irving were going to be hurt, right? I mean, we did pick them. So, I guess there was, you know, some sort of less element to the surprise for us. And I think, you know, I'm not going to, like, speak on why you picked them. But I think the continuity and, like, you know, you always say this yourself about NBA, like – you have you kind of go through a crescendo, right? Like you go to the playoffs, you have that heartbreak, you come back, you struggle, you go back, and you finally break through. And it just kind of felt like this was the year that the Bucks should and they did break through and win an NBA championship. Yeah, and they finally did it, and it uh, it was deserving. I mean, at the end of the day, the only reason it's tough uh, is we obviously might have seen the only opportunity for Chris Paul to win a championship in his career kind of slip by. But Mm -hmm. we've also said that many times, I feel like, about Chris Paul's career. We said this three years ago probably with the Rockets. And, you know, that's another kind of key point I've kind of taken out of this is I feel like in a lot of sports we write people off pretty early. Like, oh, that was the last opportunity. People have done it with LeBron. You know, missed the playoffs first year at the Lakers. Oh, there it is. Or – you know, Chris Paul, when he got traded to Oklahoma City, like, yep, it's all over. That's it for his career. And oh, yeah. you know what? It, it oh, Even Giannis, who's only 26, how many times have you heard, like, I, probably we've said it at some point in our lives, like, oh, can't win with a guy like that. Like, can't shoot. Or Devin Booker, uh, only only good on a bad team, right? And yeah, it's, yeah it's I mean. Not always true. I mean, we both, I mean, like, I, I said – you probably can't win with Chris Middleton as your second best player. You said you can't win as Giannis because you can't shoot threes consistently. And like at the end, like there, you, there's so many flaws sometimes that we, we as basketball fans and especially us as like people who, you know, do a podcast, you got to fill in your time with some kind of, you know, some, some takes you get, you're going to throw a bunch of opinions on the wall. They're not all going to be stuck on the wall correctly, but you know, you just hope you get more right than wrong. And, um, but that's why, like, it's it's interesting, right? Like, the narratives. And that's kind of what I talked about on the Just Talk pod. It's like, all these narratives. Change. Like, okay, let's just say that, you know, when the Suns had a 2-0 lead, they held on and they won the series. Now everyone's like, Chris Paul is the best pure point guard of all time or second best pure point guard of all time. And now, like, the narrative shifted because of four games. And it's like, oh, Chris Paul is a choke artist. Like, it, like... It's so funny how quick narratives and opinions and 
like things can change like in a snap of a finger expect in, in sports and i think that's why we like sports right i mean like it's the only thing where it's actually true that we watch on tv as well like you know you watch all this like you know we watch a movie there's like there is a beginning end beginning middle and end to the movie and if you watch sports like you rewatch the movie right it's not going to change you rewatch sports it always can be different. Your opinions can change. The way you see things can change. People's careers can change. Like that, I mean, it's just amazing. And I think it just that this playoff so many different times. I think narratives changed for for me at least. Yeah, and that's why narratives are dumb, right? At the end of the day, like they're, that's why they're narratives and they're not, I guess, reality. And they're not facts. They're narratives. No. Yeah, they're narratives. They're dumb. Uh, like narratives are pretty dumb. I mean, like there's just like the narratives of any players kind of like, I guess they're more like opinions more than anything. Right. Like narrative that Tom Brady's done and narrative that LeBron's not going to do anything or Chris Paul. It's always just kind of, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a fancy way of being like, this is my opinion on what this is going to mean. Right. <laughs> um. No. Well, I kind of look at narratives in two different ways. There's like there's good narratives too, like the narrative that LeBron or that uh, Tom Brady's the greatest uh, quarterback of all time, for example, is a narrative, right? Like he, the narrative that he stuck it to Boston and or to Bill Belichick, it's a narrative, but in a good way, it's a narrative that paints Tom Brady in a better light. So, like. I think there's two different type of narratives. That's why I think they change from opinions. I think a narrative is like a story, right? Like the definition, the story of this season, the story of whatever versus. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's still still an opinion though. I mean, what you just said kind of confirmed what I was saying is like uh, Tom Brady stuck it to New England. Well, that True. to you, to you, but like Tom Brady, for all we know, he like, privately could have talked to Bill Belichick after the after Super Bowl and he was like and congratulated him and they had a conversation sure, sure, for that all is, we know. So, sure, so that's that why I mean that then that narrative can be stupid if you like think it's wrong, it's stupid. But I'm just saying not all narratives are bad is my point. Uh, that's not what we said. I'm just saying narratives are, are opinions. Uh, opinions don't have to be bad. I can have a great opinion on someone and be wrong or be right. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day these stories and these narratives in sports and that's why I find you know, what, you know, we do like on a podcast on a mm -hmm. weekly basis is very interesting because there is narratives and they are opinions. They're none of them are facts. And that's why they can be good or bad. It could be the narrative that look at Chris Paul finally was is going to be the man and we were all wrong about it. And then it flips. Actually, now he's a choke artist or Drew Holiday. Look at Drew Holiday. Like what idiots for paying Drew Holiday. And then now two weeks later, it's, you know, oh, like. That I guess that was a really smart thing to do. They won a championship. So it, it, to me, it's all opinions. But at the end of the day, it's, it is opinions with more of a story behind it, right? I guess you're not a blanket statement opinion. And there's usually a little bit more behind it. And I think that's what the NBA Finals and the NBA playoffs this year in general has been. It's been a lot of narratives, a lot of stories, right? Like just from rounds one and two and three, like – injuries like you were saying or like people attrition people oh, lebron can't do it and you have the 76ers going through a lot of different things and you had the yeah you know the narratives of the, the atlanta hawks and how trey young's narrative just flipped overnight and and people's opinions about him and i just find this whole playoffs more than others right because i i feel like there are certain years 
we went on a three, four year span where we were like, it's going to be Cavs Warriors. And it was Cavs Warriors. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, and, yeah. And it was for four, four straight years. And yeah. And we were right every single year. Like that was easy predictions. Yeah. Oh, it was Cavs Warriors. Yeah. Like four, literally four years straight. Last year, we had a little bit of an interesting, you know, change when it came to, I mean, I think a lot of people predicted the Lakers, but it, it was a little bit of a change when the Miami Heat kind of snuck out of the East. And yeah, yeah. this year was, you know, I think we're talking about the two seed and the three seed in the conferences. Mm-hmm. And it was, they they weren't the the clear favorites at many points, right? Like the the Suns were a two seed and a lot of people, they were underdogs in the first round. Right. And I think the bucks were definitely un- underdogs against the nets at some point by early on, they went down to absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. We had like a fun playoff where, and I think that's why the ratings have been up for the last, for this year compared to the last couple of years is because, you know, I think we finally had a, a situation where we really didn't actually know exactly what was going to happen. Even in the finals, Suns went up 2-0. I didn't think the Bucs were going to win four straight. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I, mean, I was already planning out the parade. I mean, we, we were planning out what we were going to go to the parade. Like, really, I, yeah. I, I, I'm totally with you. That's, you know, the draw. Like, if you, I would, if you told me that they were, the Bucs were going to win the series after game two, I would have told you, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I, I never, look, I, I, I t- told you I'm, not completely off the Bucks winning the championship. If you told me they were going to win four straight to win the championship, I was like, come on, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like a little crazy to think. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I, yeah. there's no way they were going to win four straight to go win the championship, I thought. Yeah, me neither. And it's it's a hard thing to do, actually, more than anything. And it kind of leads me to a couple questions, though, for you. Yeah. Or questions or thoughts, I guess. Is Number one, Let's just talk about the Phoenix Suns for one second before we don't talk about them the rest of this podcast because, yeah. unfortunately, they're the team that lost. Uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre and we all know they're going to be there for a while. But Chris Paul, you know, helped this team go from no playoffs for 14 years to an NBA Finals appearance. But we all know he's 36. Yep. And I guess the question is, like, is he resigning there? Are they willing to give him three? I mean, if any team's willing to give him three, four years, big money, it probably would be them. But like, is this, is this a done deal? Like, is he going to be on the Suns because they went to the finals or is this going to be kind of an interesting off season with Chris Paul? Well, he can pick up his option. And I think that's what he's going to do and try to like negotiate a shorter type of extension, whether it was it's one year or two years on top of the one year that he's going to pick up. So um, I think, he stays in Phoenix, but I don't know if he necessarily stays to sign an ex. I, I don't necessarily think they're just going to sign him to a long extension out of all of a sudden. I think it's going to be a little bit more than that. I, I really do. I think they're going to have to, uh, he's going to have to realize after the way it ended this year, unfortunately, that I don't think he's going to get a three or four year deal because he's 37 years old. And I know a lot of people I, say, Oh no, I, he will, but I just don't think he will. See, I see it a little differently. I think despite – he play, he didn't play awful in the last game. I mean, no, like no, he not, didn't. He's had a bad couple of games, and we knew he had injuries. And for a year where even a lot of young guys couldn't make it through the season, he actually made it through all the way to the finals and played every game. And uh, to be honest, George, I, th- I think his stock is higher than – this is the highest possible – outside of winning the championship, this is his highest possible stock 
that he could have had at 37 years old. So for me is, you know, if you just take your one year left on your contract and you pick that option up and you actually do regress next year, like it's like a pretty obvious regression, he's probably losing a lot of years and money on the table. And that's the, that's the downside to that where it's, this would be his best opportunity for someone at like the, the Knicks or even his own Phoenix Suns to be like, give me four years. Like you saw what happened this year, because if it even drops a little more next year, don't you think he's losing a lot? I think he does. Yeah, of course he will be losing a lot, but that's why I just don't, I don't know. I feel like smart teams like the Phoenix Suns just proved they're a smart team. I just don't think they'd give it to him. I, 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 I could be totally wrong, right? But I just don't think they'll give him four years. Like, why would you, like, I'd give, I'd front load it. I'd give him two years at a max contract. That's still a lot of money. But I don't, but I don't know because, like, do you, if you were the GM, let's just say you, you're the GM, and you know that at the end of his contract, well, he's going to be 42 years old, getting $50 million a year. Could you pull the trigger? No, I don't think he'll get five years. You're right. I think it's going to be more like a two- to three-year extension, but you're going to have to give him max money. Knowing he's going to play. Oh, yeah. He's, he's getting, that's what I mean. I think he gets, so he's going to, I think opt into the extension uh, to next year at 30, I think 8 million. And then I think he's going to sign a one year on top of that for another 40 years. And it ends up being, you know, two year, $80 million contract or two years, $90 million contract. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever it is to finish his career there. To finish his career or maybe, and the team option for year three or incentive based, if he meets X, Y, and Z, it just triggers the third year automatically, for example. Like I don't like I just don't think he gets like a four year deal worth um, two hundred million dollars. Yeah, I, and I don't think anyone's expecting that. It's more about even the simple two three years because that's not it's not that and easy I, to give that up as a team. And but I would do that, right? Wouldn't you like the, the like a two year deal? Probably, but cap space is more complicated than me just saying yes or no. So. I'm just wondering if, you know, like... <laughs> that, that, that's one of the truest statements of all time, my friend. Yeah. Like, I... All right, we just had some technical difficulties. So, we'll get back to it now after the cap space talk. I did have a second question, which is about uh, either one of these teams, George. Giannis and the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Do you see any of these teams making it back to the finals next year? Okay, that's a great question. So I would tell you I don't – okay, I, I wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if neither one of these teams don't make the finals next year. But I'd be a lot more surprised if the Phoenix Suns are back in the NBA finals next year than if the uh, uh, Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA finals. Because I think that Milwaukee Bucks – like I was – I actually talked about this on the uh, – you know, my Just Talk pod, and I said very – it was pretty simple to me. Like, all right, one – um, I the the West is loaded, so I don't know if Phoenix can actually get back in this loaded, 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 loaded. And I'm gonna say it again: loaded Western Conference. Two, the East has one. Like, here's the teams that would be better than the Bucks or the Nets, but their flaws are Kyrie's never been injured. I mean, if you, you go back to his time at Duke, he was injured, Kyrie Irving. So it's not like Kyrie's some guy who's always you know healthy. And so that kind of says to me, okay, they could they could falter again and have another injury. But all of a sudden the Bucks are in the finals. And then the other team is the Philadelphia 76ers who um, 
you know, they're coached by Doc Rivers. He doesn't make me feel that comfortable. And Ben Simmons can't shoot, and they're looking to trade him. So I don't know if he's going to be there. So they're rebuilding. So I guess I, I, I'd probably preseason-wise pick, like, the Nets to get to the NBA Finals out of the East. But then the Bucks would be my second choice. In the West, I think there's so many teams that can make it out of the West, with the Suns probably not being even in my top three choices to make it. Probably. I mean, so early to say. What about you? Mm. I actually have the Suns as the my second favorite team to make it out of the West. Uh, after, the, after the Lakers? Yeah, after the yeah. Lakers. Uh, because I do think as much as like the Utah Jazz is this great regular season team, I just can't see them going that far with the roster they have. Um, I know the Nuggets are great, but is Jamal Murray – Aaron Gordon and Jokic better than like Aiton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker. To me, it's a no. Luca unfortunately doesn't have the right stars next to him right now. Dame doesn't. Um, the Clippers. I don't even know what the hell's gonna happen. Kawhi's not even gonna play most of the year. It sounds like or who? Right. Right. I'm just not gonna pick. I'm just not gonna pick the Clippers. Let's just start with you that. Know, I, <laughs> I, I was just. I was just gonna tell you, like you, you know, you can just. You know, if you go on historical, just don't pick the Clippers. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is just no, not the Clippers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just confident. The, 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 war, the, war, the Warriors get Clay back, and we'll see what they do with the 714 Wiseman Wiggins stuff, too. They, I mean, they'll, yeah, they'll be I, much the better next Warriors, year. I still would lean right now, the Phoenix Suns, because Me of what too. you just said. Like, there is, there's just. And I, that could change a year after that, but I, I think with the Warriors, it's the same thing. Like, okay, we're co- I have guys coming off injury a lot. Like, who knows what they're going to do with the picks? It's going to be maybe – I could see them going far in the playoffs, but I think it's one of those rebuilding years. Phoenix Suns are coming off a great momentum year, so I could really see the Suns being the second-best team in the West. Um, and I kind of feel the same way about the Bucks Outside of the Brooklyn Nets, I, I, I think they're the second-best team. But I would so, – so basically – I would not be shocked if both these teams made the conference finals, but lose to the teams that everyone said was going to make the finals this year, which is Lakers and Nets. Yeah, I mean, uh, here's one thing I'll tell you that would really fucking surprise me is if we end up with an NBA finals next year of the Phoenix Suns versus Milwaukee Bucks again. That'd be shocking. <laughs> what in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know what the odds are in Vegas right now for that, but I would be totally surprised if that ended up being the case. Like, there's like for some reason to me, they're like, yeah, that that's just not going to happen. That just ain't happening. Yeah, let's see what the odds are right now. Uh, guess who the odds favorites are? The Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Yep, and the Los Angeles yep. Lakers. Yeah, and that totally makes sense. What's after that? Yeah, let's have some fun there. What's after that? Next up are the Golden State Warriors. At third? Yeah, it's a, I, that's probably like that's probably just money pouring in on them. Plus, it's it's pretty big gap. It's plus three fifty for Lakers and Nets, and Warriors are plus seven hundred. Look, I love that. You know me. I'm like the biggest Steph fan, and I root for the Warriors all day long. But like, like to me, that that that's. I, I didn't even know how to answer you when you said the Warriors. Like, I, there's multiple teams I put in front of the Warriors as the third best. I know you're saying it's probably money pouring in, which is fine, but still, like, like that shocked me that they're third. Yeah, and the rest is obvious. It's the Bucks, Suns, Clippers. Clippers shocked me a little bit with no Kawhi because 
I mean, here's one thing of Kawhi. You and know, a, hold on, he's not it's coming not, back. Yeah, but it's not no Kawhi. If they can get to the playoffs, there, there could there could be a Kawhi. So yeah, this, yeah. My my thing is Kawhi would never come back for the playoffs. This guy would sit out seasons, but he doesn't trust the San Antonio Spurs. I just don't think Kawhi is the type, type of dude to be like, yeah, I'll be back for the playoffs, and even if I'm 85, percent he'd have to be 110. But that, that's a different story for a different day. Okay, but you can't assume as odds makers, you can't assume that the guy's just not going to play if he's healthy enough. So I think sure. that's, I mean, could that that's a big risk as odds makers. If you know there's a chance he comes back and he does, and they were plus 5,000. True. I mean, yes, I, so yeah, I guess maybe that's what they're thinking of Clay, that maybe Clay is exactly the same Clay that left, yep. left two years ago. Can you believe we haven't seen Clay Thompson playing two seasons? That's pretty nuts. That is pretty nuts. But. That's what happens when you have injuries. That happened yeah. with Durant basically for a while, right? Oh, we yeah. Lost, yeah. lost for like a year and a half. I, I hate uh, when we said, talk like that, by the way. Like, I said, like, we we lost Kevin Durant. It sounds like he died, but it's just like an Achilles injury. Lost him in the game of basketball. Same shit. Uh, I do love Giannis's quote, George, talking about his mom yeah. after the game which kind of made me happy to, to see. Do you know, first of all, do you know what his mom was wearing? Yeah, and I actually screenshotted this for a uh, TikTok I was going to post on one of our TikTok accounts. If you don't follow us on TikTok, man, we got some great TikToks at Pod That. I'll put it on the Pod That TikTok as a green screen today. She was the, the wearing... 14th, the 14th plug George has done today of a different podcast or TikTok. Every, almost, I feel like every other question I've asked you, it's been, well, you know, on my podcast, on our TikToks, we, we've been doing we're, – we're on Plug Central this weekend. Yeah, you can call – this is Pod That with the George Orr brothers. Or no, I was going to say, this is Plug That. That was a joke. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, she, he was wearing the um, – she was wearing his dra- hat from draft night. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's awesome. On like a closeout game, you know, like I don't know. That's just, that's just a feel-good story. And he – did hit them with the quote that my mom was selling stuff in the street and now I'm here at the top of the top. I'm extremely blessed. It's a little choppy, but we know what he meant. He meant we started at the bottom and now our and now we're here. here. Yeah. Not, not to quote Drake, but in general, yes. Yeah. I saw great tweets. Speaking of Drake, that he's going to, Drake is going to try to work in and can you pronounce his last name? Cause I can't. And to Kumpo. Yeah, into a rapper's, and if the, and it's gonna be hard, but you know Drake can do it. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate the good jokes, but he'd probably obviously go with like the word Giannis or with like Greek freak. Yeah, that's what I. He'd probably go like I'm like a like I'm a freak like Giannis or something like that. Yeah, or I'm like something. I'm a freaking, uh, like he'll be like I'm with like a Greek. I'm with a Greek I, I, daddy. I, I, She's I, making me a free- Can I finish the sentence? My goodness. Go ahead. I, go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? Go ahead. No, Take go ahead. Time. No, no, go ahead. I got I got you. I already... I, I, but go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. No, no. Please, please, please be my guest. I said... I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. So go ahead. Just go for it. I was going to say, I'm out here in Mykonos getting my freak on like I'm Giannis. All right. Nice one. Nice one. I was going to say that, right? That- it was okay. It was all. It's okay. You've already. You've got your two shots. I couldn't take mine. So you know how it is. George, best best defender of the day today. I was gonna do something about a Greek girl making me freak. I don't know what it was, but you know, 
Well, man, the problem is we're not on camera today, so I don't know when you're ta- gonna, about to be talking. So it's kind of like it's lo- really it is a little hard to figure out when uh, <laughs> the the uh, subtle like you know body language stuff I can't get right now. So I do apologize for that. For the listeners, that's not what it is. You know what it is, guys. I'll tell you what it is. George loves jokes, so he got really excited when there was Drake and rap lyrics in rhyming with Greek. So you just got excited. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it honest. I just didn't know when you were going to talk. I, I kind of wanted to hear your rap lyrics. Like I, I'm in, I'm I'm not vaguely interested. I'm wildly interested in Sammy's rap lyrics, but I'm just not getting blessed with them today. Uh, out with a girl in Greece. She's making me a freak. He'll do some weird shit like that. He'll do some weird stuff. You know, All you right. know how Drake is. You know how Drake is. Do He's I? Good at it. Do you know? Did you hear about uh, Giannis's? Uh, Giannis is a special drink at Chick-fil-A? Yes, I did. Uh, half lemonade, half Sprite, uh, I, I'm hearing is the word on the street. Half lemonade actually said, can I get a large, no ice, half Sprite, half lemonade. Uh, and then no ice, that, that's, a bold, that's a bold move. That's a smart move for anybody that knows how soda fountains work. It's already cold. So, you know, the ice is just, kind of wasting space and it's not getting you know it's just not worth it he hit the half sprite half lemonade no ice so we tweeted out today forget arnold palmer we gotta we gotta try the greek you know the greek Giannis special drink here i don't know if this is a greek thing half sprite half lemonade but honestly sounds pretty good now this is like being foreign and being poor type of shit right like we're immigrants so i can say that and like, you know, you, your parents come in, like they come in from a different country, you know, over there, like we're going to McDonald's, man, and we're wasting this fucking money on ice. You just get no ice. That's what, that's what it is. I feel that. I feel that. I think, I think he's just being smart that, you know, he knows, he knows it wastes he, room. He knows, oh yeah, he does. That's what I'm saying. He's an immigrant. Yeah. Like that, it's, an immig- it's an immigrant move, man. I don't, I don't. I don't think it's an immigrant move, but that that that's a good opinion. I, I saw it on Twitter. A lot of people. It's a narrative. People, <laughs> uh, a lot of people. A lot of people were pretty like on board with the no ice call. If you go through Twitter comments, so big fan of it. But Giannis was all over the internet this weekend. Anyways, he was just he's doing that at the Chick Fil A thing. Like, and, and everything about him is just funny. Like he was asking the girl politely, like, "Do you mind if I put you on camera?" And everybody was tweeting about how that's such a win. Like. Most athletes just don't give a damn, you know, like they, they run the world. Like he's like asking politely, do you mind if I put you on the camera? And then he like puts his mask on so he can open the window and all the fans are at the windows. And, you know, he was just like, Adam is just like so chill. And like at the parade today, like he's not even wearing a championship shirt like everybody else. He's wearing like a zip up polo and he was doing like the fake free throw violation celebrations. I don't know if you saw that, like everything about him was amazing. I got a question for you. Yep. Let's just say Giannis was like, I don't know. We mean you were talking about this earlier. We don't know if he drinks or was drinking throughout the night. But let's just say Giannis was drunk, right? And he was driving through the Chick-fil-A or got pulled over drunk. There's a 0% chance he gets arrested that day, right? By Milwaukee police. Uh, mm, Disagree. Number one. Number two, like I've never, I there'd be zero scenario where he would be driving. No, I'm just, this is why it's called a hypothetical question. <laughs> the hypothetical question is if he was, just say he was. 
there's no way, right? You're an officer in Milwaukee. You can. My point is, he could get away with anything in Milwaukee that night outside of murder. Maybe I don't know about that because uh, the Chick Fil A girl didn't even know who he was. I mean, like as much as. Like, yeah, what, what the hell is that, by the way? <laughs> She's like, why is, why is my city going so crazy? I don't know. I'm just working at Chick-fil-A. Like, how did yeah. she not know who he was? I mean, there's a lot of people that don't know who athletes are. Like, our mom would have no idea who the hell, like, even if she was in Milwaukee, would probably not know or care that much if that was honest. Like, my mom, Russell Wilson walked by her at the mall. She's not freaking out. I know, but you think one person at Chick Fil A would have said something like to her? Like, I mean, another. she she figured it out obviously when everybody was running to the car with Milwaukee Bucks shirts. But I'm just saying, like, it's not that shocking. Some girl working that Saturday at Chick Fil A is not a Bucks like it doesn't watch the Bucks. I don't know. It's not like I don't know. I feel like we're making Milwaukee sound like it's like Buffalo, New York. It's 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 Milwaukee. There's gonna be a lot of people that don't watch basketball, right? I guess, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I was surprised. I was just a little surprised by her reaction, not knowing who he was, or anyone there. Like while it's going through drive-through, like a manager or a cook or someone, be like, "Oh my god, that's Giannis!" And she's like, "Who's Giannis?" And by the time he gets to the window, like she knows who Giannis is. Yeah, I was just surprised think, by it. my friend. I think you, I think you should just go back and watch this video. I think you're missing out a little bit on the narrative on what act. The whole, no, not narrative. <laughs> you obviously didn't watch the full video. It's not even a narrative. He he pulled up and opened the window and she's the first person to speak to him and then like after about five minutes fans started coming around like true yeah that's true yeah, okay uh, well, no I nobody's mean, like oh a g-wagon that's for sure Giannis. let's all start freaking out like from 30 feet away. and mercedes it's Giannis. <laughs> it has to be Giannis this time it has to be yeah license i've been plate- waiting License plate Greek Freak thirty four. I wonder who it is. No, I'm kidding. He did not you know, you know, a guy like him is not doing a custom uh, license plate. I feel <laughs> no, like he's he, not. No, he's definitely not. Have you ever heard that story about God? Who was? Oh, it was uh, Darko Milicek. Have you ever heard that story? I mean, that was the most vague question I've ever asked him. Heard in my life. Well, we're talking about license plates and stuff. So, the, the okay. Root, I so mean, we're root. talking about a lot of things. She's like Darko Milicek, you heard that story? Number one, yeah, he was a bust. <laughs> yeah, he was a bust, actually. That's not the story. But, you know, Darko Milicek, they said, like, came to America. He was, like, 18, 19 when he got drafted. And he just decided, like, I'm going to drive without a license. And never and had bought a car yeah. and didn't have, like, a license plate or a license. He just thought it was, like, yeah, I'm Darko Milicek. I'm from Europe. I do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of feel it, though. When you're that young and you get so much money, you probably think it's just, like, whatever right yeah oh totally that's totally yeah i totally agree with that but you're like i got so much money and like i'm the number two pick i think it was at the time right and you're like yeah nothing can stop me yeah no 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 no, totally but yeah but i think Giannis has a license so don't like don't get twisted yeah he also i i I, this is why i just didn't understand questions at the beginning yeah obviously he's not driving (laughs) his wife was driving so no, tr- nobody in I, the right mind after that. You think PJ Tucker was driving today? PJ Tucker was barely walking today. <laughs> he was he was on like Tom Brady parade level, and I actually really appreciated it because it was kind of cool. Like the just the the chugging because the rest of the team seemed pretty chill. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if, if you gave me odds, right? Like who was going to be the craziest at the parade? It was either him or Bobby Portis, but. Uh, I guess he won. I would have probably bet on Bobby Portis. I don't know. The reason that I would have bet on P.J. Tucker is just because, like, I know that he's been kind of pretty close with the Rockets for so many years. Like, 
they've been through a lot of like they knew if they could just get past the Warriors, they were almost there so many times. Like I think like PJ Tucker's one of those role players that was eventually going to get one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, well, yeah. I just I thought for the only reason I thought like Bobby Portis is because his eyes bug out. So I mean, it's probably not enough evidence for me to be like, oh yeah, it's gonna be Bobby Portis. But that that was my only evidence. Oh yeah, he's a drunk. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. No, so yeah, maybe maybe my my uh, narrative on Bobby Portis was not correct, but uh, yeah, you know, the, like you said, narratives are stupid. So it is what narratives it is. Are stupid. Uh. One thing I was gonna say, last thing is I, this morning the first video I saw was why is the Bucks uh, bus driver driving so fast? I don't know if you saw them come out of that tunnel. Like, I did not. I did not. But I'm I'm now intrigued. You can you can look it up online if somebody's listening on this. I'll put it on social media. But the bus driver was just going like fucking fifty to start, but out of the tunnel. It was pretty ridiculous. But I was also thinking when I woke up and saw that I was like. That felt, I don't know, like, it feels kind of quick. And it's also, what, a Thursday? Wouldn't you, if you were, like, I don't know, for me, like, I would wait if I was a city and, like, say, we're just going to do it Saturday morning so everybody and their mother's off working can come. That's how I feel, too. I Actually, I mean, we talked about this on, what, our last podcast and you, or two podcasts ago, and you said it. We, Saturday night, baby. Or, or Friday night at this or Friday because you want on yeah. Tuesday, sure. So, so sure. it's not too long. You couldn't have waited till tomorrow at five. Happy hour. People are buzzing after work. They can get off at three if you want. And we're, we're doing a night party. Yeah, and do it at the Deer District. Yeah. I mean, you I don't know, know where the parade, parade was. was probably I mean, somewhere in that vicinity. Yeah, and like, I, I no, I totally agree with you. And I think that would, would have been the best move. But, um, Sammy, you know, I, what, I will, like, one day you will be in charge of all parades in America. That's kind of like now my goal for you. Like just sports on tap and in charge of parades after championships, and you're going to be at yeah. It. We could also just do our own parade parties. Like, oh, I like after that. the parade, post parade parties, and then people will realize slowly but surely, like maybe this was the actual vibe we needed all. Around. I like that sports on taps uh, way. You know how they say you always have to have like a uh, way to grow, like a publicity stunt. We are just yeah. gonna go. We're just literally gonna go after every championship to the city that won the championship, after the parade, and be like, next weekend's a real parade with the sports on tap, with little John being the main guy doing the concert at the end, just screaming, yeah, 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 the whole time. And George officially finds a way to take a joke a little too far. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm, we'll, we'll talk off air. We're, we're going to be throwing a parade. We, it's it's no, too, too that, soon that, for Milwaukee. Hold on. That's not – I said takes a joke too far because you ended up with the little John screaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no way George could have just kept it without throwing in something ridiculous. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, Sammy, how could you ever have a great parade party after an NBA championship without little John being like, to the windows, to the wall, to the sweat drops down my balls? I mean, wouldn't everyone just get hella lit at the, at the parade? Like, I think it's just like I feel like I, think I feel like I'm talking to I feel like I'm talking to a college kid right now. I can't do this. College <laughs> from the mid 2000s. Hell yeah, man! My goodness, I would right. have fun. Well, you tell me, you wouldn't have fun. I, I, that'd be not my first choice of artist, but who'd it be, would be who'd fun. Be your, who would be your first choice? There's a lot of different people that'd be a first choice, including like maybe just like who's the most famous person from that city. Oh, I like that. I don't know who'd be Milwaukee. You know, Seattle already would be Macklemore. Yeah, I'm not interested in that though. 
Did you, uh, by the way, by, here, I, I guess since we're, we've kind of got off track, did you watch the, uh, the Kraken uh, expansion draft at all? bit of like the the ceremony stuff or whatever it's called like like do you see macklemore like announcing one of the picks and like bobby wagner and all that sean kemster yeah. is cool i saw you tweet the video of or the picture of sean kemster being way too small and i agree with you they could have got him a bigger shirt but here's my question for you that's being from seattle and it seems like seattle always does this stuff where it's like it seems a little corny right like you get macklemore you gotta do the fish market and throw a fish to a guy who announces the pick after he catches the fish and you, you do all this stuff. It seems a little corny, but like, I wonder like, is it cool or corny? And I was wondering this because when people from other cities watch it, are they like, Oh dude, Seattle's so cool. Or are they like, Oh man, that's corny. I, I'm not, I have no idea, but what do you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty damn cool. I'm not asking you what you think. I'm, I think, what do you think other people from other cities say? Like let's say if someone from, I don't know. Los Angeles. Well, Los Angeles doesn't have any culture. Like uh, Philadelphia. I'll answer right? your question. Yes, <laughs> it looked pretty cool. It was on the waterfront with boats. It was the only, it's the only good month in Seattle. One of the only two. And you had, you know, an artist. You had former NBA stars. You had the best baseball player in town and Kyle Lewis and the best. That was cool. Like one of the best football players in, in, in the NFL and Bobby Wagner and and it's literally in the summertime on the water and the Kraken, like kind of the Kraken, like decorations, like the dragon looking thing and shit on the stage. Like, yeah, they're all cool. pretty dope. Like uh, the Jersey reveal was uh, like that Jersey is dope. I, I like the white one. Most I feel like the, the sentiment on Twitter was the away ones are way cooler. The white ones. Yeah. And the, that's, the that, that's the one. I, that's the one I liked more. Yeah. The black one. I don't know. I have, I'm not a big fan of like home in a way, just looking the exact same. Like I wish there was a little more to that. Like oh, it's the same thing. They just turn it black. Like I wish it was like I don't know Rede- redesign or like put something like I don't know like add something to the away one or the home one that's like a little different. Yeah, I kind of like when the home one says the team's name, like Kraken, and then away says the city's name, like Seattle. I don't, I don't, way- I don't think that's how hockey works. They don't. They don't put the names on the jerseys oh, i'm just have saying you ever noticed that? about jerseys i know i haven't watched enough hockey but now that like you're saying yes that, you have yeah, you I know think... this think about it like the boss no 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 yeah i know the penguin yeah you know now that i'm thinking about it i think you're absolutely right you're right like most of them are just a big logo no i think all of them i don't think there's any team that has like i'm, I'm almost 100 percent sure that like if I could be mistaken, but I, I, I'm almost 100% sure they don't put words on the front like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're mistaken, personally. Yeah, it's usually the big – it's always the big logo. Yeah, it's always just one big logo. You're, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I'll look more into it, but I don't think, I don't think there's any teams that have more than that. Oh, actually, well, unless you consider – I'm kind of looking it up. Uh, like, so, for example – Toronto Maple Leafs, it says it in their logo on that leaf. Oh, okay. And, like, the the Capitals, their logo is the word Capitals because it's, like, the L is the hockey stick. Or, like, the Islanders is a good example. You'll know the Islanders logo. It yes, says it NY Islanders, but that's their circle logo. Yeah, but that's their logo, so it's not yeah, like – Yeah, so, like, the teams that have the names, and like, that means their logo has the, like, has the writing. Okay, fair enough. No, I, I definitely um, make sense. 
Wow, actually, there's one team. It looks like that actually just like adds the word on top, which I think is. Can I take a can can I guess? Yep. Is it Tampa? No. Okay. Uh, I think it's the Canucks of Vancouver. And that's who our home opener is against. Uh, I'll I'll show you some more after this call. Yeah, no, that's pretty (laughs) cool. I had no idea. So, you know, you learn something new every single day, Sammy. That's true. All right. Well, we'll be back on Monday. I think that's all we got. It's uh, NBA Finals are over. Now on to the rest of baseball season. Football's creeping up. We got a lot of cool things coming. Absolutely, man. And uh, go Kraken. Go cracking. Let's get cracking. Oh, yeah, it's cracking, all right. But... <laughs> well, thanks for listening. And uh, you're listening to Pod That with the George Ward Brothers. And uh, this is the Sports on Tap. And this is the Internet's Pub. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>